In today's reading from the prophet Jeremiah, God speaks to the people still exiled in Babylon in the 6th century BC. The days are surely coming when I shall make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Despite their having broken the old one time and time again, God's words promise better days ahead. This is the covenant I will make after those days. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Well, mutatis mutandis, change a few minor details here and there, and Jeremiah could be speaking of our year of exile in the land of COVID. Especially in these latter days, when it feels like our captivity is finally near its end. And particularly this past weekend, as spring arrives with its promise of sunshine and new life. All of which begs the question, what is being written on our hearts? William and I were in San Francisco a few days ago. Having dropped off our taxes with Greg, our longtime H&R Block man, we strolled about the Castro as we awaited their completion. The afternoon was sunny and warm, some people in shorts, some in jackets. Outdoor restaurant seating was bustling, unmasked crowds drinking and eating everywhere even as pedestrians walked by them in masks. It was all a bit surreal. As I gazed with longing at the tables full of people with their appetizers and beers, I thought, it's just like the old days. Even as another thought followed upon the first, that's how it'll be again soon as if I was gazing upon a scene I could not access, a, a memory or a dream. A modern Judean, remembering the Holy Land, pining for return. But William and I have chosen to maintain our exile just a bit longer, masked and distanced. So I contented myself with a, a sort of restaurant window shopping reviewing posted menus, mentally pre-ordering my future sit-down meals. All of which begs the question, how long, O oh Lord, how long? Today is the fifth Sunday in Lent. Holy Week is eight days away. Had I followed through with all my good intentions in this season, reading my Lenten spiritual book, God for Us, sending a dozen cards to those I thought could use connection, and fasting from sweets. Had I done all those things, I might in good faith be able to ask, by this point in my Lenten journey of discipline, how long, O oh Lord, how long? Instead, 
I'm still on the reading for the first Wednesday of Lent, or February 24th. The cards that I had to write remain unaddressed and unwritten. And a half-pound box of C's candies. Now, I'm going to guess that most of you gave nothing up for Lent. Oh, that's a Roman Catholic thing. Or that you decided, we're already being deprived of so much, I'm not going to add to it. Fair enough. But it begs the question, Having lived a year of exile, how are you preparing for return, for new life, for resurrection? A priest I know from seminary, Jim Friedrich, writes terrific essays on his blog. His latest post concerns the death throes of religion. In the past 20 years, just in the 21st century, Americans' belief in God has declined from 70% of the population to just 50%. That's one percentage point per year, which, if continued, means we can close up shop by 2070. By then, any church that's left will look much like what I'm seeing in the pews right now. My friend Jim writes, the major religions have survived comparable challenges in the past. What may be different in these latter days is the degree to which the secular age has flattened reality into a strictly horizontal dimension, excluding the verticals of transcendence and depth. For growing numbers of Americans, God is neither felt nor thought. Religion's windows into the divine invisible have been replaced by mirrors. Transcendence and depth. That's what's missing for many of us right now. If we're not running around like crazy trying to keep our business or our church afloat, if we're not working from home or out in the world riddled with anxiety about whether we'll get sick or when we'll get vaccinated, then we're sitting at home in a daze of Netflix binging or book after book reading or hobbying or what have you in all of which is perfectly reasonable given the circumstances. But let's be honest. This flattened reality that Jim speaks of, this secular age's horizontal dimension, is one we took part in before COVID. And it's one we can't wait to get back to now. When we can finally step back into the world's flow of distractions and meetups, of travel and planning, 
Life will once more obtain that elusive something we have been missing all year. Meaning. Well, I am sorry to be the continual bearer of bad news, but that meaning you once had and longed for again was illusion. It was our way of getting through life and engaging our senses each day. It was wonderful, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I can't wait to see Paris again and to hug you once more. But one little phrase in Jim's blog post struck me, a quote from the Victorian religious thinker Baron von Hugel. Religion is the deepest kind of life. If we return from our year of exile with no depth of faith or character to show for it, if the anxiety and proximity to mortality we've had to endure for months bears no fruit but relief and forgetting when it's over, then what an extraordinary opportunity for transcendence, depth, and meaning we will have missed. An enforced monastic retreat for a year without the discipline. Sitting in darkness for 12 months, not lighting a candle to see what is truly there. Jim writes, even the soul's darkest nights are preferable to a world without divine depth or holy wonder. As Meister Eckhart said, I would rather be in hell and have God than in heaven and not have God. Let's not return to the horizontal, flattened desert we once inhabited, thinking it heaven. Let us rebuild to new heights and depths with tools we have brought back from exile. Otherwise, this time away has been wasted. In this fifth week of Lent, with Holy Week eight days away, I have a message for you. It's not too late to start your journey through this season to fast, give alms, and pray. To undertake your version of catching up on spiritual reading, spending an afternoon writing cards to the lonesome, or surrendering your box of chocolates to your husband. With God, trying is everything. In this 13th month of COVID exile, it's not too late to discover and meditate upon what God has written on your heart. And I think I finally know what we are meant to learn in this season of Lent, this year of lockdown, this time of exile. We're supposed to learn the skill of holding on to what really and truly matters, our faith, our relationships, our commitment, and to cherish and sustain them amid all distractions, anxieties, 
or longings. If we can learn such a skill, we will have depth. We will see the message God has written for us to find. And we will come back to life even better than before. All of which begs the question, how long, O Lord, how long do we have to prepare for return, to plan for new life, to decipher what you have written on our hearts? I close with the collect of the day. Almighty God, you alone can bring into order the unruly wills and affections of sinners. Grant your people grace to love what you command and desire what you promise. That among the swift and varied changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Amen.